Hello and welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I'm your host Jess Green. Welcome, it is so exciting for you to be here. It is 2022 and we are ready to go. I hope that you had the most amazing Christmas and New Year and you're feeling refreshed, you're excited for the New Year and you're ready to get moving. So this podcast is the perfect place for you to be starting. We are discussing all things goals, we're talking about New Year's resolutions, we're talking about new you, we're talking about how to set these up. Because this is the time of year that everyone really does get obsessed with their goals, what they're bringing to the table this year, and what they're wanting to achieve. And that is so awesome. And I am all on board for the goal setting bandwagon. Everybody knows I love a goal and a timeline and a plan. So this podcast is all about how to do that. We uncover why it's important to have goals, why it's important to continue working towards something how you go about deciding what your goals are actually going to be for the year and then we start to make a game plan for how you actually achieve them because goals are just a really great way of you getting what you want and so this podcast we go deep into all of those things why it's important to have a goal how you actually go about setting them how I go about setting them and all the things in between so I'm very excited for this one it is so timely and I know there will be so much value for you and your year and everything that you set out to achieve. So this time of year is such a great time to be setting new goals. In the last episode we talked a lot about reflection, we talked a lot about wins and lessons from the last year and so that was a really good opportunity for us to reflect and now this is our chance to reset and again some of our goals might not be wildly different to where we ended up you know, December 31 and now being January the 1st, what are the differences that we're going to be making? Maybe there's not anything huge or significant, but it's just a mindset shift. It's such a it's such a powerful time to reset, reestablish and you know really set ourselves up for a really strong year. You've just had amazing holidays and you're ready to, to get back into it. So the first thing is, why is it important for us to even have goals? Why do we go through this process of mapping out what we want, trying to achieve something. And I know there's a lot of people who like the idea of setting goals, but often don't. And then there's other people who prefer to just do what they want when it comes up for them, which is also completely valid. For me, I think it is so important for us to have goals and something to work towards. And there's always a continuum. You know, there's people who have goals and are driven towards something every second of the day, which is great. And maybe that's one end of the spectrum. And then the other, there's people with maybe not as many goals. But I do think it's really important for us as humans to have something to work towards. It gives us a strong sense of direction, a sense of purpose, a sense of contribution. It just makes us feel like we are doing something, achieving something. It feels like we're giving to our community, to ourselves. And I just believe that it really helps us provide focus and direction for what we want. So as humans, it's really important for us to have something to work towards. Goal setting teaches us how to get what we want. So we have, you know, all of us have got a long list of things that we actually that we would quite like in our lives. Goal setting helps us put those into a a hierarchy or a level of importance. So if there's something that we want to achieve and we really want something, we're willing to make a game plan for it. We're willing to change for it. We're willing to put work into achieving it. It helps us define what's important for us in our lives. You know, what are we actually willing to work for and to achieve? It helps us make our desires and our dreams feel possible, but it just gives us that that sense of purpose, of satisfaction of every day we're waking up and we are working towards something. So there's also an amazing feeling once you do achieve a goal is that sense of satisfaction and that sense of contribution again that comes from achieving a goal or having a purpose is also really powerful. So I do believe that it's really important for us to have goals. They can be 
big or small and they can be from a variety of different areas of your life and that's something that we'll cover further on in the episode as well around how you actually decide what it is that you want to achieve but it is a practice that can be taught and it can be learned and it can be improved so setting a goal is you know something that we discussed briefly at school but if you haven't ever really come back to that maybe you don't know how to set a goal maybe you don't know why you need to or maybe you've never even really thought about it before what I want to teach you today is how important it is to have a goal and then continue to work towards it every single day of the year, not just January 1st, 2nd, 3rd and 4th. All right, so to start off with, what is the definition of a, of a goal? So I looked on trusty old Wikipedia and well, the first thing that comes up is the soccer definition of scoring a point. But the second is around the object of a person's ambition or effort. So an aim or a desired result. And that's exactly what it is. A goal is you identifying something that you want and then working to achieve it. So I often think that a dream is the big picture, the big kind of end result, and then the goal is all the little micro goals or the the steps that get you to that big picture dream. So that's kind of how I see the two terms being used. And again, goals can be big or small, depending on how I guess experienced you are with different goals. You might have one that you focus on for the year and that's amazing you might have a couple of small ones you might have some short and long term they can be from a variety of different areas of your life if you're a bit more experienced you might have a couple on the go so how you structure your goals is up to you only you know your ability to commit to things your lifestyle you know how how much of you've got going on how much can you handle how much can you take on and there's no right or wrong way to set up goals. It is completely subjective. It's completely personal. Throughout your life, it might change. Once you get into the habit of achieving a couple of small goals or making some small wins, some progress, you might add a couple of extra ones into the mix. There might be some that really require your attention for three to six months or two to three weeks to get done. And then others might be a lot longer. So they have a variety of different parameters, I guess. They can be short or small, a lifelong goal or a you know, six week challenge or something like that. And they also don't have to be big and scary or even hard. In fact, it's kind of better if they're not to start off with. If you're just getting started, start with a small goal, something that feels achievable and realistic. It's exciting, but it's not daunting. Another thing to consider is what area of your life your goal actually is from. So I like to have goals for different areas of my life. I find that that helps keep me really balanced. Um, I have a tendency to go all in on on a few things. So I find that having goals for different areas of my life keeps me well balanced. It's sort of a catch 22. If you have one sole goal, it means that your energy and attention all goes to that, which might mean that you have a higher likelihood of actually achieving it. But I also find that it can lead to burnout or overwhelm, or it means that you sort of become a bit one-sided if that's your sole focus. I like to have a bit more of a open mind and have you know a few different areas that take my attention for the year or for the week. I find having a good balance is good and then not swinging too far the other way where you have so many different goals that you actually don't achieve any. Finding that right balance for you is really important. I know that in the past I have gone both ways where I've committed too far into one goal and, and sort of lost sight of everything else or I've gone into the other direction where I want to try and do everything at once and I haven't really done any that well and I've kind of burnt out that way as well. So again, I'm I'm here to be your test dummy and show you all the different ways to burn out in all different directions and then hopefully 
weekends and land somewhere nice in the middle for you where it's different goals uh, in different areas of your life. Some are big, some are small, long, short, and you find that right balance for you. So when I talk about different areas, this is pretty much just any different touch point within your life that you feel you can focus on or identify or narrow down on. Health is an obvious one, your mental, your physical, your emotional health. For me, that's kind of what I like to call an always on goal. So my health is always important. Um, and then in sometimes it might, I might have a certain specific goal around wanting to meditate more or get healthier or fitter in terms of running further or faster or whatever that looks like. But for me, health is kind of always on eating good food, getting enough sleep, things like that. Um, performance is obviously a key one. Things like money or saving or investing travel, things within your career, things within your relationships, putting yourself out there, trying something new, meeting new people, um, nourishing the ones that you've got, and then other life events that might be important to you. Have a bit of a, a think on all of those different parameters that there can be around goals. And I'm going to quickly run through, I guess, where I first came across goal setting, how it is impacting my life, how I structure mine. So I have always been a goal setting person. I have learned a lot of things around goals and structures and things like that, but it's just been ingrained in me from a really young age. I can remember the first time my mum realized that I was into goal setting was like when I was like six and we were water skiing in the summer holidays and I outwardly said to them, I kept falling off and I couldn't get up. And they were like, right, come on, get in the boat. We're going back to shore. And I said, no, not until I get to the first quarter of the lake. And I had set in my head that my goal was one to get up two to stay up three to make it a quarter of the way around the lake then to get halfway around the lake then to get all the way around the lake then to do a full circuit after I'd done that I wanted to cross the wake after I'd done that I wanted to learn to single ski and so on and so on and that was I guess the first time I'd voiced it to my family without really knowing I was still like six or seven but I know in myself when I think about my thought patterns at that time and you know throughout my life is that I have always been really structured in terms of wanting to improve and perform and I've got I've got like journals of me as like a 10 year old wanting to be faster or like run around the school track faster than someone else or more times than someone else or be able to do 100 push-ups in one go I just I have I'm wired that way and so you know blessing and a curse for me definitely in the fact that it then is quite a lot and I put a lot of pressure on myself but it also means that I've kind of learned how to manage that and I'm very much in that mindset that's just how I'm wired I guess and not everyone is and I, I totally understand that but what I want to try and do is bring some of that to your life so that you can see how it could be applied to you um, and how you can make it work for you. So as I've got older and now my goals aren't specifically around water skiing and just in my head I now try and document things um, and this is one of the things that I want to run through today because there's lots of different ways that you can do this. At the moment I set goals yearly and then I break them down and I have them operating kind of monthly and weekly and things like that which is something that in the next podcast I'm going to really break down around how you go about actually achieving your goal. But right now I want to talk about the process that I have learned to put together for myself and the sort of fundamentals that I believe are most important when setting a goal. So the grow by design method that I now want to teach you has got three key pillars and that is get clear on the goal, create the game plan and then create the champion's mindset to believe that you can execute it. So what we're going to do today is break down the start which is 
the get clear on the goal. And that is the what and the why. This is similar to the SMART goals acronym, if you're familiar with that at all, which is what they teach you at school, which is around specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-related, all of which are really important. Um, I like to think of goal setting as the the five W's and the H, which is, I think, another one that they generally used to teach us around like um, information gathering and problem solving. But what I find is really important is the what and the why. And then after that is the when, who, and where. And then obviously the key one is also the how, which is that second step, which is the creator of the game plan. So getting clear on the goal, and that is the what and the why. And they are so fundamentally important. If you don't know with absolute clarity what your goal is, you are never going to be able to achieve it. It will never know even if you have or if you're on the right track or anything like that. So understanding exactly what it is, being really specific, knowing exactly what it is that you're trying to achieve, what it looks like when you do achieve, how you're going to know if you've actually got past the goal line or not. So how do you go about finding out what your goal actually is? So this is something that if you're near a pen and paper, grab grab that now. Um, if not, you know, think about it and come back to it later. As I said at the start, a goal is a tool that you have to get what you want. So I encourage you now to sit down and look at all different areas of your life and write down all the things that you want and the things that you would like to have or would like to achieve. From that, I ask you to then look at the list again and say, well, okay, what do I actually want? And I don't want you to get stuck in the mentality that wanting something is bad. I do think at the moment in society, there is a negative outlook on people who want things and people who want to achieve more or who want more. I don't think that that's a bad thing and I don't think that we should be putting a negative stigma on that because what you want, if it brings more meaning to you and your life and more happiness to you, you're completely entitled to that. And we will jump into you know understanding that why behind it, but don't be afraid of wanting things. So I encourage you with this process to put down everything that you within yourself know that you want. And we'll uncover it a bit more later, but put it down. It doesn't need to be a tangible thing right now. Don't hold yourself back by putting things on that you are embarrassed about. And also don't put on things that you think you should put on. If you don't want something, but society is telling you that you should, don't put it on this list. So now you've got a long list of things that you would like in your life. You've gone through, what do I actually really want? And now I want you to go through and say, okay, well, what are the things that I want the most on this list? And it helps us to prioritize what is the the key things in my life that I feel are going to be most significant in helping me. What am I willing to work for? And what would I change my lifestyle to achieve? I find this process of identifying which goals you're actually willing to work for is so valuable. The goals that you're willing to commit to changing, to chasing after, really signifies that they're actually really important to you. There's a lot of examples out there of people who want something and complain about it or say they want it but aren't willing to put in the work. This really helps identify, yep, this is a goal that I'm committed to, I'm wanting to do, wanting to work for, wanting to change for, I'm I'm all in. I'm a big fan of ownership. So if you've got a want or a goal but you're not willing to put in the work, there's a whole lot of other stuff that you need to work through first. Because if you're not going to do the work, you kind of need to reevaluate what's important and have some pretty honest conversations with yourself so prioritizing these different wants you should start to see a bit of a picture of okay what is the game-changing thing in here what is the thing that is going to most shift the dial in my life 
What are the things that I think are quick wins? What am I going to need to change the most to achieve? And from this, we start to create a list of the most important priorities in your life. As I said, we can't do everything all at once as much as we would like to. So it's important to prioritize things. So from this, maybe select three things that are the most important for you. Then there might be a couple of always on. So as I said, like health isn't always on for me. I'm really happy with where my health and wellness is sitting at the moment, which is why I've done that previous work. It can sit always on. So it's a goal, but it's not my key focus right now. So then the next key important step of this is you've got your goal and we want to, or you've got that feeling or you've got something. We want to make it tangible and we also want to understand the why. So understanding your why means that you have something to fall back on. So one day when you're not feeling motivated, when you are struggling to get out of bed early like you said you would, when you're struggling to get to the gym like you said you would, your why is what you fall back on. And I encourage you, this is the most important tool and the most important thing to understand is if you have a strong enough why, nothing will get in your way because you now have a reason to do something. So understanding your what and that final outcome is important, but understanding why for you it's so important makes all the difference. It means that when you're feeling unmotivated, you've got something to fall back on. It also helps you explain to yourself and also to others around you why you're pursuing this goal. So if you have a goal to become healthier or to stop drinking or to save money, having a really strong why that you can articulate to people around you helps them understand why you're doing it, but also helps bring them on the journey. If you know that this makes you a better person, it's going to make you more happy, it's going to make you more calm and collected or any of those things, it is really important to be able to articulate that so that the right people can support you. Because sometimes, you know, these kind of goals do mean that you have to change your lifestyle. And sometimes with people around you, that's uncomfortable for them. And they might see it as a negative thing or they might take offense to it. But if you can articulate your deep reasoning of why, it gives them an opportunity to understand and be on board. And if they're not on board with your deep resonating why, you know, maybe they're not right for you at that specific point in your life. But understanding your why means that you have an underlying drive to achieve your goal. So this is something that I really encourage you to do either with someone or through a journaling process or just, you know, in your own mind, take some time to really understand it. But it's a practice that I learned from someone called Dean Grzyowski. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right, sorry, but he has a book called Millionaire Success Habits and it's called the Seven Layers Deep Exercise. And it's a really cool tool to use to really understand your why. And as I said, so the what is really important, but the why is so much more powerful. The way that this works is you ask yourself seven questions and each question uh, builds on the answer from the previous question. So the question is always, why is X important to you? And then you would put the answer from the previous question in. So, so if I was to use an example for myself, let's say I, well, my goal this year is to win my pro card. So I would then ask myself, why is it important that I win my pro card? And then the answer might be, because I want to travel and compete at the highest level. And then the next question would be, why is it important for me to travel and compete at the highest level? And the answer might be, because I want to live an extraordinary life. Why is it important that I want to live an extraordinary life? And the answer for me is, because I'm scared to get to the end of my life and have not achieved what I wanted to or not chased the dreams that I set out to. So then again, the question would be, why is it important for you that you 
chase the dreams that you want to, um, and so on and so on. So for me, you know, I, I know that as I move through this process, it's quite hard to do on the podcast, talking both answers. Um, but when I get to the bottom of it, for me, winning my pro card, yes, it is absolutely a testament to all my hard work, all my passion, all of my love for the gym, for the sport, for the discipline that comes with bodybuilding. But it's also the opportunity to travel and compete. And for me, being such a competitive person, being able to compete at the highest level, but right down to it is giving people the example that hard work and commitment and dedication means that you can achieve your dreams and goals and that anything is possible. If I can win my pro card and compete at the highest level in my sport, anyone can. And I just fundamentally believe that that is my why behind why I want to win my pro card. I want to show you that anything is possible. So as you can see, the seven layer step process can sometimes uncover some really deep driving emotions, which is really amazing because now you have another level of understanding about yourself and about your goals. If your goal is to be more successful or to earn more money or save more money, you will probably find that the root cause is to take care of your family, to provide for those around you, to have more freedom in your life, to have more time in your life, to be more carefree. And suddenly your reason for going to work every day or for starting that new business or for making that investment, it's quite easy to get out of bed for the fact that you know it will deliver to your family or to your happiness or your health or you know, specifically health goals. If it's you need to get up and go for a walk every single morning because you need to be here for your children in 20 years time, that's a hell of a lot easier to to stomach getting up at five o'clock in the morning if it's cold and miserable outside. So that's why understanding this why is so important. It helps you make sure the goal is one that the goal is the correct goal to give you the outcome that you actually want. But two, it helps make sure that there is an underlying drive that's not just relying on motivation every single day because motivation comes and goes. But if you've got a really strong why, it at least helps power you through that. So the final piece of this puzzle is going back to the top. So we had the what, we listed out all the things that we wanted to achieve. We identified a couple of key goals that we wanted to narrow down on. We've done the seven layers deep why exercise to understand why we want to do them. And now we loop back up to the top and we make sure that they connect. So we want to make sure that the what of your goal actually connects with the why of how you're going to feel so that we make sure that we're aligned. We hear these stories all the time of people who achieve their goal. They lose weight or they save enough money or they earn enough money or they start the project or the business of their dreams and they're still not happy or they still don't feel fulfilled. And that's often because there's a disconnect between the what and the why. So if you're in this space of not really knowing why this is your goal, you're not going to feel that fulfilled or that complete when you actually achieve it. So the best goal is one that you have got is really specific, measurable, achievable, and all that kind of stuff. But you also know why you're doing it and how you want to feel when you get there. So that when you do, you can celebrate and really live and embrace in that feeling of satisfaction and success. Because for me, success is achieving the goals that you set out to and feeling the way that you wanted to and having it really deliver on that because that is such a powerful feeling. You don't want any nasty surprises where you put yourself through this process of you know, working blood, sweat and tears to achieve a goal and then getting to the goal and realizing it's not what you actually wanted. Sometimes that's a valuable lesson, but sometimes it's a pretty painful one to learn as well. So if all of these things align and you have got the what really clear, the why really clear, there's some really cool processes that you can now do to lock in what that is. So 
you know, referring back to our SMART goals, and this is something that we will cover more in depth in the next episode, but there's a cool sort of process around, okay, what does that goal actually mean? Write it down on a piece of paper. Before we come to the how, which is again going to be the next episode, there's a what. So I want you to get creative and, and daydreamy with this around what is your goal going to feel like when you get there? And as we talked about last week, live in the vibe of that goal, live in the vibe of achieving that goal, of winning, of understanding what that feels like. Imagine how great you're going to feel when you achieve it. How will you feel? What will that look like? What will that feel like? And that as well will contribute to, again, that driving force when your motivation is lacking. So there's two things that you can lean on when your motivation is lacking is, you know, the why, and then also the how it's going to feel, because those are two really powerful tools. So you're clear on the what, you're clear on the why, you're clear on how it will feel when you get there. Now from here, we can start to make the game plan to actually achieve it, but you can't really start that until you're super clear. So referring back to those grow by design method that I want to, um, you know, teach you throughout this process is get clear on the goal, then create the game plan and then create the champion's mindset. So over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be jumping into all of those things. But today we covered how you get clear on the goal. We covered why it's important to have goals, how you can start to set them up across different areas of your life, different timeframes, you know, whether they're a key focus, whether they are an always on kind of goal. And again, we'll cover this in future episodes. But for right now, hopefully I have convinced you to go away and set some goals. You now know why and how to do that. You're really clear on what they are, why they're important, how you're going to feel, because this is your year to actually set them and achieve them and feel that satisfaction at the end of the year, knowing that you've done it because you can, and I know that you can, and I know that this is your year and it is such an exciting process to go through. So I hope that this episode was really valuable. If you liked it, I would absolutely love it if you could share it with people that you know and love share it on social media, tag me. I'm at Grow by Design on Instagram. I will put all of those references in the show notes, including the template that Dean has got for um, his process for the seven levels deep, because it is really powerful to use. And I'll also put some information about the Grow by Design method with the getting clear on the goal, creating the game plan and the champion's mindset. And I can't wait to hear how you go. I can't wait to see all these wonderful and exciting goals and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will chat to you soon. 